feel like I'm exactly where I should be. Like, how do you feel when you think I about- I feel fucking great. <laughs> I can't believe I made it this far. <laughs> I'm fucking serious. <laughs> Welcome back to Give Me Strange. John, that was so loud. That was so loud. Do you want me to do it again? It kind of hurt my ears. And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm amped. I just feel so productive. Do you think it's your shirt? And I'm happy. Yeah, well, I was going to go into that, but you're just, you're just going to jump right into yeah, it? Yeah, we have de- very different vibes right now. You're like you're ready for the beach. And dark I'm... and depressed. What? I'm not depressed. You're just, you're like wearing all black, you know, your black makeup. I guess that's just what eyeliner is. <laughs> a smoky eye. But me, look at me. I got my fun shirt on. I got my backwards hat on. I'm ready for the beach. I just feel, okay, let's be honest. It's so warm outside and I know we're not going to go outside. So I just want to bring the life the outside, inside. inside. Yeah. And I think that I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to try to wear a fun shirt you for every what? podcast up to six podcasts because I only have six if, fun shirts. If wearing a fun shirt is going to put you in a better mood, I'm I'm here for it. You could probably, I wonder if like listeners can tell. They're like, okay, John's not John, on it today. John's in a good mood. Or John's in a good mood or like John's just not feeling well, this probably podcast probably both today. of us because I mean, I feel like, you know, you do like ebb and flow with if you're feeling like talking or not. Like sometimes I'm excited to do this and other times I'm like, oh, fuck, well, that, we just have to well, get it Well, that's like out. creating content too. Like we're not always feeling like we want to, right. but we just, you know, plow through. Do it anyways, because we have to. Oh, I was like, because we like it? Because we like it. <laughs> anyways, highs and lows. I'm going to go first. Oh, wait. I wrote mine down because I feel like I forget them. You go. Yeah, you okay, go first. Start go with first. your low. Start with my low. My low is, there's two lows. One, both happened today, which made me think of it. So it's fresh in my mind. I always take out the trash cans that are upstairs, like trash can in the bathroom and the I office, all this stuff. Like, you always just take out the trash. I like always you're... do take out the trash too, but it's okay. Like, I, you know, I'm not asking you to do it. What I'm fucking asking you to do though, for the love of God, your gum, put it in toilet paper. You know, I'm so sick of pulling it off the side of the, <laughs> out of the trash we, can. We need to put like, um, bags We don't in need them. to do anything. Yeah, we just, do. Yeah, we just do. be aware. We need to like put bags in the garbage bins and then that way it, if it gets stuck to the bag, you I just, just don't pull understand it out. why you like fucking launch them in the trash. Well, can. because it's just like I'm not, I'm just eating it. Yeah, in. you're not worried about it. John will fucking take care of it. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Mm. Do you know how many things that you do that you think that like, oh, Al, name you, one, you go. spit on the mirror when you brush your teeth. Like <laughs> you literally just no, spew. it's not spit. It's um my floss. Okay, but you I don't. Sh- that's shoot even it out of my more teeth. disgusting because it's like it's you're, my fucking mirror. You don't use that mirror. Okay, but you I have, have to your look own at mirror. it. But I have to look at it, so I still wipe it down. Like you don't do that. You pee on the fucking seat and you don't think I, about no, me for that time out oh you're right I do Alex clean. You're I right. do clean the toilet seat you just like taking a flushable butt wipe and wiping oh, that, that down oh I don't even do that no 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 it, I, don't even do, exactly. I use toilet paper so dry <laughs> dry toilet you're paper you like exactly John exactly <laughs> so it's the thought that counts you're proving my point here though is there's things that you're you proving do, my point it's the thought that counts there's things that you do that okay well I could be throwing gum on the ground but I don't Okay, so that's what, totally different. But that's like you saying that like you're peeing on the floor, <laughs> like you're spraying. This is like the dumbest conversation. Well, just just so you know, when that happens, it's in the middle of the night. I can't see what I'm doing. I don't want to turn the light on because I'm being courteous then, of you. Like, I don't want to wake you up. Use Clorox the next morning. Like I don't, you know what okay. I'm saying? Whatever. 
Fine. So we're equal here, okay? No, because I'm still Common a little more ground. aware than you. Common ground. Okay. <laughs> my other low. Oh, you have several. So my other low, I don't know how to process this from my mother. My mom always sends me random things. For example, when we were kids, be like me and some of my friends around the table at the kitchen table. We're in like freshman, sophomore year in high school. We're just hanging out the boys. My mom comes over and like slaps down a picture of like a dick that has some sort of like <laughs> venere, like some sort of disease, right? And she's like, this is what happens when you don't wear a condom. And then she just fucking deuces. She just walks away. And we're all staring at each other like, what the fuck was that? My mom, she's a nurse practitioner. She's she's educating nurse. You. She's educating you though. Yeah, it's just an interesting way to educate. So... Because she leaves me guessing like, and wondering. It's like in Mean Girls when he's like, Chlamydia, you will get it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he says in Mean Girls, the, the gym coach. Anyways, I feel like she's trying, you know, I guess. Like she's done that throughout my life. Like will give me a little bit and then wants me to figure out the rest on my own. So today, this wasn't knowledge. I don't know what this was. I'm at the gym and she sends me an Instagram post, which she just got Instagram. And it's, is it Richard Branson? The guy who owns Virgin Mobile? Yeah. And I, I don't know if my mom's taking a course through like her nursing program or whatever, but it's talking about dyslexia and like, we need to build a better future for, you know, <laughs> our children with dyslexia. And I'm like, mom, what the fuck? Like, I'm 35 years old. What are you talking? I feel like I'm doing okay. You know? Like you've made it this far with your dyslexia. But she doesn't give any context, context to it. Yeah. She just sends me this photo and I'm like, what is how that? How do I take this? How do I take this? And- an hour later, she responds back with one word, success. Did you respond? No, because I'm I'm so confused. I don't know how to respond. Like, thank you, you know? <laughs> I think it's a compliment. It's her saying, like, you were able to work through this for yourself and, like, you're successful now. I'm going to take it as a compliment because I don't <laughs> feel like I get them very often. So I'm going to take it as a compliment and be what like... What do you mean? You, you like, need words of affirmation 100% of the time. Otherwise, you're from like... From my mother? <laughs> of course. No, just from everyone. No, my mother. <laughs> it, maybe that's maybe why you're... Maybe I have mommy issues. Yeah, because you, like, didn't get enough compliments <laughs> from your mom. And that's why your words of affirmation... Maybe. We cracked the code. She gave me tough skin, though, you know? Okay. This is a tough world. Yeah, you're such a strong boy. I mean, I get it. My mom's a boss B, you know? She's not here to fucking sugarcoat anything. She's like, here's this meme, take it or leave it. She, not this meme, this article. It's very, it, there's there's no gray space. It's like, this is good, this is bad. I don't know. Do this, don't do that. You say there's that. no gray space, but like that's kind of gray to me, her just sending that with no context behind it. Okay, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> maybe that's a low into a high just because maybe right, it was a compliment. Anyway, What's your high? My highest, it's pretty basic. I was able to get a new phone. It, it wasn't as crazy of an experience that I thought it was going to be. That's good. Verizon just sent it to me. It was in the mail. Wait, did you already open it up? Do you have it? I have it, but it's in the box. I didn't start it up There's yet. nothing more satisfying than opening up an iPhone box, though. Right. It looks exactly like my old one, so I don't really notice a difference. I but mean, I don't think they've really updated them that much. We get more like storage, which I don't fucking use my phone really. Anyways, so anyways, that's my high. Okay. All right, your turn. Go. Uh, my low is that you make fun of the way that I walk. You think that I walk <laughs> like Ruth from Ozark, and I do not, John. I don't know why you swing your arms so much. I what are you? What are you playing? Fucking tennis? Like a graceful ballerina, just making my way through life, and you just shit on me because you you know what? You're, it's weird. You're like power you're, walking, you're but jealous slow. because you have short legs and you can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You have Amazon legs. <laughs> It's not your legs. It's the arm <laughs> swinging. 
It's the arm swinging. John, I'm just like lanky. Where, like, they got, where if they a go? small child walked by you go? and that hand, your hand made contact with them, that kid's going to the hospital. That's how, that's how fast you're swinging. My other low was shopping in person, like going out to the store and shopping. I wanted pillows and I was like, I wanted specifically green pillows. I just, I feel like I need to add a pop of color into our house. It's just really black, white, beige. Not saying I want you to like discuss it with me, but I had no idea. Like we're going with green now. Where, where's this green it's coming like an from? Olive. It's like a very subtle because we already have it with like the eucalyptus plants that we have. And so you I was like one fucking plant in that room. Uh, I was and like, so now you're like, yeah, based green, off of that one plant, plant, we're going green. Yeah. Green will make sense. So apparently nowhere has green pillows. Anyway, my low is the fucking time that you waste going shopping in person. It is why that it's why I only shop online now. And then you but double it, the order and you it, go, oops, oops. And then I have to go fucking bring it to <laughs> the post it, office. It, just, it reinforced my reasoning for online shopping. I was like, you know what? I tried this again to like go in person and support the the shops around me. And like, were I'm, you about to say local business? Cause I'm pretty sure Macy's or whatever. It's not a local business. It was the local Target. <laughs> No, but all right, okay, I will say you should support local local. I've been like trying to be mindful, especially about like the clothes that I buy to not like go with fast fashion, like because it really is terrible for the environment. But my point is I'm just gonna order things online because otherwise I'm wasting more gas going to fucking all of these stores to try to find pillows when all I have to do is go online. I think I agree with that, it's but like but clothes is a different story. Well, you have to try things on because you're shaped weird. I am. I am like a little Oompa Loompa <laughs> meatball. I don't know. Well, that shirt looks good It's like you. I'm a, a large up top, but a medium for my torso. You got like Because big, the large top is going to go down to my fucking knees. I feel like that's probably girls who have big boobs. That's probably what they deal with. Like me, because I'm shaped like a, a teenage boy, I could buy whatever I want. And don't say gonna... that. <laughs> It is. I am. Don't it's, you say that. John, it's fine. I'm okay <laughs> I'm with that. I'm not attracted to teenage boys, Alex. That is me. <laughs> no. <laughs> with long hair. But I feel like I could buy anything online and know that it's going to fit me relatively like normal. you're tall. Must be nice. But I feel like if I had big boobs, that would be tough because you just don't know how things are going to fit you in the chest area. And I feel like that's what you deal with. You just have like your beefy up top. Keep going. But <laughs> But you're really little on the bottom. <laughs> I'm, I'm working my fucking legs no, out. I don't know what else to tell you. I didn't mean like you're little there. Oh. <laughs> trying to make a joke, but it didn't work. Are you talking about my penis? <laughs> that is fucking hurtful. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so my low, you know, is shopping in person. But my high is that I did find green pillows and they're beautiful. You didn't find green pillows. You found pillows with green, yeah, green. condoms or whatever. What do you call? What do you call those? <laughs> Covers? Like covers. You don't call them covers. Pillow, pillow covers. covers. Pillow condoms. You don't call them pillow condoms? No. <laughs> if I just made that up, I think that's a great name for a pillow cover. You should cover. look it up. There probably is a pillow condom. It seems appropriate. You should uh, patent it, John. Pillow condoms by John. <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully it elevates our space and just makes us feel more mature, like a pop of color, you know? I feel like we're you're going to end up making us paint that room. No, no. I like the color of the walls. Basic. White. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a basic white color. But I think like, shell. but I just, I think that you do need to incorporate like a, like just a little bit of, of life. I do like dark green. Yeah. I like, tr like a tropical green. We always like that Tulum vibe. I just like, I'm getting bored with the space. And because we are just like constantly on Zillow, you know. You're going to be bored with no any space. No matter what. I know. I know. No, no, no. Listen, listen. We're here now. We know what we're we have a plan 
but we're here now. So I want to invest in our space now we ordered a sign when we sell this place i'm selling it furnished so you're not going to take no. any of the stuff with us yeah we are fine blank blank space and then i get to buy all new furniture do it i'd rather <laughs> that than have to move any of this shit oh out. my you don't realize how much of a bitch it is to move i don't care no, to buy all new stuff though like you cups, love that though knives but, but you hate <laughs> it because you're like you're buying all these knickknacks again we talk about this i feel like every episode john thinks like a kitchen knife is a knickknack i'm just saying i don't think you have to buy it all once like you you're even the other day you were like we don't have any glasses uh yeah i have to buy them john and then when we move but, and you but we did have glasses what happened you break them. i broke them you break everything okay you break my heart <laughs> that, no Aww. never i love you thanks sometimes okay so <laughs> okay. what what uh what are we talking about today speaking of creating a mature space uh you know we're just we're just getting into this new, I am, this new decade of life of turning 30. Okay. Welcome to my world now. Yeah. I know. You've been here for like 10 years already. <laughs> you act You act like you're so wise and shit now because you am, turned 30. I am, John. I like went through a whole rebirth. Okay. I did do a sound bath, which is like, you know, a pe and people are into like crystals and like meditating and like, that's great. I like want to get into meditating because I feel like it puts you into like a good zone. But your sister was like, there's a sound bath. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And you'd basically just like lay in a room, you meditate and like listen to some guy bang on bowls and, and bang on bowls and chimes. And you, and is you're it like, like, he like hits it and he's like, hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Does he hum? Exactly. Well, he doesn't, but he plays like some instrument, like a didgeridoo from... Um, um, I know. Yeah. Australia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like with like bells and bowls and whatever. Do you get like a drink or anything? You're just sitting no, there in just, a hammock? Yeah. You just like lay in a hammock and you listen. And I think you're just supposed to like meditate, you know? I don't know. I was just like, I'm trying to take a nap. <laughs> but it was very... Um, you don't get a massage? No, no. You get a massage for your ears, your eardrums. But I, I felt very cool doing it. I was like, wow, this is it was cold in there. This is mature me. It was actually fucking freezing. I was like, it would be nice to have a blanket. But I just think that when you get to a certain age, you start to invest more into self-care. Maybe not you, John, but I started getting facials. How dare you? <laughs> started focusing on skincare. I need I do need to get some Botox. But you know, I just think that it, like investing into yourself is something to why is this like a predominantly like woman thing? Is this like one woman like, oh, I'm getting Botox. The other one's like, that looks good. Is this how it happens? Like, oh, wow, that looks good. People think, I'm going to get Botox. No, Botox isn't oh, like... Oh, you got the Brazilian butt lift? I'm going to get the Brazilian butt lift. Okay. Not, You're going to get the lip injections? I'm going to get the lip okay, injections. People aren't out here just like getting BBLs, but Botox, like... Tons you of people didn't see get that Botox. plane. You didn't see that TikTok. Oh yeah, where all the women on the plane couldn't sit on the seats. I think seats? that there's like cab services too in Miami that are specifically for BBLs. Like people will pick people up because you can't sit on your ass once you, you get to done. Like lay down, yeah. or you have to do in the prayer position. Prayer position, like on your knees oh, with your elbows oh, on the seat because your ass can't. Oh my gosh, I just feel like that's so painful. But I mean, if that's your thing, go for it. Anyways, that's tough. Like I. I don't get it because I'm not a woman, but like that's tough because I see between you, my sister, her friends, like it's you guys are always talking about something, you know, Cosmetic fixing related. your face related. It's, well, I mean, it's the world that we live in. It's like the societal standard of like trying to look younger. And but it's we, weird because you're self-aware. Like you guys know this. Like this oh, yeah. is the industry standard. This is the woman's standard. Oh, and I know that like you're. But why do you guys even care? 
Well, I know that you're, you know, you're supposed to age gracefully and embrace your your wrinkles and your gray hairs. But like, bitch, I'm not trying to look older than I am. Someone commented on the TikTok that we did the other day where I was like, what it's like entering your 30s. And they were like, bitch, I thought you were 40. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. I like I like growing into my older self with the gray hair. Yeah, you. <laughs> but I guess that's different for men because you're like, I age like fine wine. Do you look like, is it better to age like as a man? I mean, I just feel like... Like, do women like what older men look like? Like, George Clooney vibe, I guess. Like, salt and pepper look, some, like, grays in the facial hair, some wrinkles. I don't know. I feel like this could be, like, a controversial topic. Like, because, again, some people are so against, like, altering your your beauty. Like, Well, some people are so against anything. And anyone could be against anything, but it's like, what is societal norms... Why there is no fucking norms. No one knows what they're doing. Everyone's just like, like worry about your own shit. If you want to go get Botox, do it. If you want to have wrinkles in your forehead and look your age, do that too. Do whatever the fuck you want. That's not like what we're talking about here. I'm not, I'm just talking about like self care. So like investing. <laughs> I'm just going down this, this, this <laughs> tunnel of you're confusion. Like, you're like bitches be out here trying to look. No, younger. no, no. I'm not even saying that. I was just like, it's funny because you guys talk about this all the time. You do. But you also are self-aware and aware of like what's going on. Like this is bullshit that this is a standard for women, but I'm going to fucking do, do it, it anyways. Oh, yeah. I mean, because if it makes you feel better, then do it for yourself. But if I was like, like I haven't had Botox yet, but like when I look at pictures of my forehead, I'm like, damn, those lines be deep. And I just want it for myself because I know that like I, it won't then draw my eye to a picture of forehead lines. If you like your forehead lines and you want to have them, that's fine. I want to look like a pug. <laughs> a French bulldog. A French bulldog. You do kind of look like a French bulldog. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I guess if I could, the reason why it's it's harder for men is because the what men want to be is taller. <laughs> I can't be taller. You could wear heels. But I, I think also you would probably feel some type of way if you were to go get like uh your eyebrows done or i'll never do botox that. even though like i'll it never should... do that well exactly but like why what if like you you want it you like looked at the mirror the other day and you're like man my forehead lines are deep you could get botox if you want there ain't no shame is in it that. controversial for me to say like you think it's too feminine no i don't think too feminine i think when i see guys with like and you know, how many of my new york friends have their like eyebrows done and they're like you know mustache is pristine i appreciate a guy who has good grooming is there something to be said about being overly groomed no i mean i think it just depends on like how well you take care of yourself and like what who cares what other people think if like you want to have a nicely groomed I mustache guess, opinions are like assholes we all have everyone one, has one. Know? like people are going to judge you no matter what you do like i got my nose done people will probably judge me for that but bitch i could breathe and i look better okay if i'm happy with that it's all that matters this is segued so far off of the conversation of i feel like it's 30. a good topic to have at it some is, point probably though. yeah moving on enough okay so i feel like the pinnacle of turning 30 for me as a kid was the movie 13 going on 30. i remember when that movie came out and i was literally 12 and i was like 30 is so fucking old and i felt like it was so far so unattainable i was like i'll probably die before then but here i am who's in that movie um jennifer gardner is she the one from hunger games no, that's Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, is she the mom in that movie or the kid? She's 
she's the main character. She's the kid and she's the 30-year-old. She's the 13-year-old and the 30-year-old. Well, she's, she doesn't play the 13-year-old actress. That's Ben Affleck's but, old wife, right? Uh, Like, why? I don't know. She's Are, the one from the Capital One commercials. I mean, how many fucking examples can I get? Yeah, is like, there or is that like, not her? Yeah, I just, Jesus. You, you, I just showed you a picture of her face. Did, yeah, she did. She was married to Ben Affleck. I just wanted to make sure I was correct. Jesus Christ. Like, I, just I, saying, I just, showed you her face. I don't know how examples you needed. <laughs> Hunger Games was not an example. Oh, that, okay, that was off. That one was wrong. Oh, my God. Anyway, go. <laughs> no, so I feel like... <laughs> I feel like as a kid, I saw that movie and I was like, this is what 30 is going to be like. You're just going to be fabulous when you're 30. Rich confused though about your love you know because she was just like striving to have this amazing career anyway so i just feel like you know reaching that point i got my nails done the other day and my nail girl jen shout out she killed it but she was like uh you know happy birthday you are you're 30 now are you where you want to be in life and it got me thinking about like where i thought i was going to be at a younger age. Like I remember being a kid and thinking by the time I was 22, I would be married with kids. And it's like, that is the last thing from That's my mind. It's crazy that you had like these lofty goals and aspirations as Did a kid. Did you just not think of those things? Fuck no. I was like, G.I. Joe's. <laughs> I'm going to be a Ninja, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I always think I wanted to be in an army. Really? Yeah. Cause I always liked like G.I. Joe's and stuff, but I, that was about you it. Never... That was like the, the extent of what I so thought. So when you were a kid, you never like kind of had a timeline for yourself. Like, oh, I'm going to be married by. No, no. I was a child. I just, uh, I was a child. Okay. When you were in high school as a teenager, you never thought about like marrying your first girlfriend and being like, we're going to get I married. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> old wounds. Don't, op don't, oh. don't open up an old wound. Okay. <laughs> you never thought about that. Yes, you did. You were like, I can't wait to have babies with my first girlfriend. No, I don't think that. Man, I don't remember. I don't remember. John, I really don't. Come on. I think I was confused in high school what I wanted to do. I really didn't want to go to college. I know that. And I think I was trying to join the army. And then I think my mom ended up applying to college for me. Oh, my She's God. She's like, you're going to go to college. You have no option. And I only got into one, so. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. I just, I, I, okay, well then I guess we'll just talk about my own experience. So I, as a kid, thought that I would be like married with a bajillion kids. And when you think about 30, I was like, oh, obviously I'm, I'm going to be a successful bajillionaire with like, you know, three kids, have a big house, white picket fence, have a yacht, you know, vacation in Cabo and Greece every, that's crazy, twice a year. But, um, you know, that's not where we're at, but we're, we're not, I'm not off path from like where I feel like I should be. Like, I feel like I'm exactly where I should be. Like, how do you feel when you're, when you think I about feel fucking great. <laughs> I can't believe I made it this far. <laughs> I'm fucking serious. <laughs> I'm, if I die tomorrow, I'm like, no, I fucking made don't it. say it. Cause I, I feel it. like, I feel like the one thing that keeps people living is that you have more life to live. So don't say it. The only thing that keeps me living is you keep making me do things. <laughs> Oh, so I'm the reason. You're the reason. You're welcome. You're the reason. The reason I work what was out. the reason? The reason I'm boop, boop, boop on the computer doing this and that. You act like I'm like, I'm forcing you to do all these things. <laughs> like you like to do these things. Do I, Alex? I don't know. Now I... I'm questioning, like, do you even enjoy me? Of course. Are you sure? I love the shit out of you. Okay. I don't believe but it. But that's it. But that's it. No, like... 
I, I really do feel that way. Like I can't believe how much I've already accomplished in my life, which is probably not a whole lot in other people's <laughs> view. But yeah, like, it is. I think it's all relative though too. To your own experience. Yeah. Like I've had the worst fucking jobs, like the worst jobs. And, and you know, going from that then to being an occupational therapist, I'm like, I I thought I fucking made it there. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. I didn't even think I was going to go that far. I went from a job where I was getting paid $15 an hour where I got two guns pulled on me oh my God. to then going, getting my master's degree and being an OT. I'm like, I fucking made You're it. You're like, this is the life. Oh yeah. I was like, I, I got to do something. Well, and I think that that's what is important. It's like, what are your expectations and goals for yourself? But it's also letting go of what you maybe thought that you should have achieved by now in life. Because realistically, there's no timeline. I feel like in one of our early, early episodes, we might've chatted on this a little bit, how like so many successful people didn't like actually make a name for themselves until later in their career, like JK Rowling or Oprah or, you know, all these big name people who we know now didn't get there without failing along the way. Right. And if you were like, oh, well, I'm already 25 and I'm not doing this yet, like it's over for me. Or if I'm already 40 and I'm not doing this yet, it's over for me. Like there's no timeline for any of that. So I think it's letting go of those expectations of where you thought you would be and just enjoying the journey as cliche as it is. It's also like your own environment growing up. You know, you're in New York, I'm in like a rural area like not super rural, but like mine was, which everyone's like well, you high like, school, you, go to college. And then in Virginia, it's like you basically either go to Richmond or DC. You were surrounded by farmland. So pretty much. But my view on like what I'd be doing, it was a little bit more narrow. Like I just really didn't know what I wanted to do or like, so when I'm hitting these goals, I'm like, wow, like OT. And now like starting a company with you, I would have never thought I would ever do that doing social media. I would have never in a million years ever thought I'd do that because Dressing I was Dressing up like quiet. your mom for ads. No shit. <laughs> that doing a podcast, like yeah. public speaking, I almost failed that course in college. I will say though that doing a podcast and public speaking are very different. Like I, I also am not a great public speaker, but because I've been a maid of honor the last- You've killed it. Yeah, the, the last few I years. I filmed all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've had to give a toast twice. Um, super sweaty, super nervous. But again, I think it's about doing the things that make you uncomfortable and then you become better at them. Exactly. But it's just stepping out of your comfort zone. But I think giving yourself grace when you hit these new periods of your life, like hitting a new decade, like 30 and being like, I don't have kids yet or I don't have eight homes. And like, who the fuck cares? Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, there's no timeline. I was say, everyone's on their own path. Yeah, but it's just interesting. I think it's funny to look back at, you know, my my past like 16 year old old self with my first boyfriend thinking that I would be married by like 20 and that I wanted. Where where do you get that from? Like, I guess thinking about your future like that. I just I didn't I didn't know that was really a thing to really like look into your future and what you're going to be like and what you're going to do. I just feel like as a kid, was it not always a question that was asked? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And then like when you first start dating someone at that age, I feel like your hormones are just raging and you're like, I want to create a life with you. Like and you think that you've met the one. Right. And then you're like you mature and you live life and you're like, wait a minute, there's so much more that I want to do before I settle down. Um, so I don't know. Interesting. I, I just feel like it was, you know, being, uh, immature. That's what it yeah. was. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. But no one asked you what you wanted to be. When yeah. You were... But I think it kind of stopped at that when I was probably like, I want to be in the army. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much it. I want to be a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> right. Right. I could, I didn't even go through with the one fucking goal I had. So <laughs> John, you're in my army. An oh, army I'm for in me. <laughs> Alex army. 
Army of one. <laughs> Me, you, and Kobe. We have our own army. So what are some things, because you know, you're know you a seasoned veteran in your 30s, what are some things that you feel like you should do in your 30s or that is like very 30-esque of, of you? Pain. No, Lots not like not things that you experience, but like some things that you should do. Like I know last episode we talked I, about like setting no, boundaries. No, you, you literally hit the nail on the head with self-care. Yeah. And self-care as far as like eating healthy. Yeah. Getting on like a fucking schedule. Sleeping. Sleeping at least eight hours if you can, which we don't really do that, but yeah. we need to. God, mm -hmm. that's huge. Sleeping, getting your mental health right. Yeah. And you know what really helps with that as much as I hate to say it is cutting out Sex. alcohol. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not on the same page there <laughs> but sex sex does help no but like i i agree i think it's it's sex also but when you talk about mental health i started realizing that binge drinking was really affecting my mental health so much and so you know cutting that down and then getting good sleep and uh fucking more obviously right i i also really do feel like it gives you more energy not drinking like more energy, I feel better. I like you know the water weights. You're well, like, I'm not really on the same path of you as not drinking, but <laughs> I I've cut it back a little bit. So I agree. I agree with what you're saying. But like also working out, I've always worked out and like maintained that. What I have noticed the older I get is like I used to love working out and it was a passion of mine, and now it's like really just a fucking task that I'm trying to get through. Again, I don't. I don't think that I've ever loved working out, but it's more of like a maintenance thing. Like again, how I've said in the past, like you wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or taking a shower or putting deodorant on. It's like one of those things where you just are like, okay, I'm going to do this today because I have to do it. Of course I get that. But I'm saying like, I actually did have a passion for it. And oh. like, I've noticed that I hate doing it now. Probably because you're just like tired. I am. You're a tired boy. <laughs> you're a tired old right. man. You, you got to do it. You got to yeah. do it. So. So, but I, I agree. I think that like as you get older, you start to realize that like you are essentially all that you have. So you do have to take care of yourself. Right. Also, I really think prioritizing your time with who's important to you, like really trimming the fat, I think. Yeah. And I do think that like the older you get, the more you hone into those really important relationships in your life. And I do think that like you start to separate yourself from not even just toxic people in your life, but people who like just don't What's the really benefit? serve each other anymore. Right. Like, and it's not supposed to be one-sided where it's like, you know, what am I gaining from them? But it's like, what are they gaining from you either? Right. You know, like, what are you guys holding on for? Yeah, exactly. So I think it's really just like a whole refresh of your life. What helps with that too is like when you get older, you kind of care less what people think about you mm -hmm. as much as you did like in your twenties. Yeah. And I think that helps kind of trim the fat of like who you hang out with as well. Yeah. So I think that will help. So my friend, she's a lacrosse coach and she is giving she was putting together like these little scrapbooks for her seniors who were graduating. And she was like, what's one piece of advice that you would tell your younger self? And I was like, I have so many things that I would say, but would I honestly listen to any of them? I feel like you have to go through life and Yourself, experience. Yeah. yeah. Like how much advice has been fed into you as a growing teenager, young adult. And like, you have to experience those things. You have to like hit rock bottom, you know, fail, you know, learn those lessons in order to grow and realize, oh, these are the lessons that they were talking about all these years. And now I've learned them. Right. Um, you know, and that's not to say don't don't give advice to the young children of the world, but <laughs> I just think But they're gonna do what they want. Ex so, yeah. Experience 
real world experience comes with living and like you're you're going to develop into the person who you are because of the life that you live. I agree. So ultimately, John, because you have been in your 30s for, uh, you know, a few years, what is your favorite part about being 30? There's a couple things. I mean, things that I have or like things that... I think just like mentally maybe or like just wherever you... I think I've like found myself more. Yeah. I really, I really do like... I'm confident in myself. Like I know what I want. I know what I don't want. I don't, I can care less what people think about me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm comfortable and I'm happy. And it's like, I got you. I like what I'm doing. And like compared to my twenties, I was way off from that. Life is just like chaos in your twenties. Right. When you think about right. it, you're like, I just graduated. What the fuck am I doing with life? Like you care so much about your successes, your failures, what people think about you. Like even just, you know, I, I know that we were talking about this the other day when we were out past like 10 p.m., like, a, you know, the first time in a few years. But I was like, we used to do this. We used to go out at night and party. And now I'm like, this is the last thing I want to do. I look at the, I'm like, they're crazy. Yeah. These are crazy. These are crazy. These are crazy people. This is crazy being out past nine. Seriously. No, I agree. But I, but when, when we were out, I was like, oh, it's all young people. <laughs> But, but Bay, you know, you got plenty of time ahead of you in your 30s. I'm excited to ask you the same question when you're 35. In five years. And I'm in a nursing home. Oh, no. You're going to be in your 40s. I know. That's crazy. You're 35 in my 40s. That's going to be, we're going to have a raging party. Yeah. From 5 p.m. I, till 8 p.m. I've heard from people that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just during the day. I'm going to have those napkins. That that's say, like, leave by eight, <laughs> yeah. leave by nine. Um, but I have heard from people that your forties are even better because oh, the, people so. say like your thirties are like better than your twenties and your forties are better. So if you, if things just get better with age, I'm down for it. You know what I mean? I'll just keep getting Botox and fighting my wrinkles. You just keep pulling out skin back, bae. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Again, but to each their own, if that's not your thing, you know, you just can't worry about what people think about you. Just do whatever the fuck makes do you, you happy. Do you. And I feel like we, we say this all the time, but like tomorrow's never promised. So why like waste your time and your energy? YOLO. Giving shit about. YOLO. Yeah, exactly. YOLO. Anyways, our millennial just really Oof, showed. I know. All right, we're going to jump into our next section. Would, would you, you rather? rather? All right, Alex. Would you rather get a text from a one night stand that says one of the nude pictures you sent them got leaked all over the internet or that they have an incurable STD and um, you did smash? <laughs> well, if they're only a one night stand, odds are I didn't send them a nude because. Okay, Prue Judy. No, no. No, like if there's just a one night stand, like I feel like nudes are only reserved. You sent them a nude. It happened. Okay, fine. This hypothetical situation. So a nude got leaked or they have a. Incurable LCD. Oh, for sure the nude. Because if people see my nude, that means I actually looked good in the nude to send it. That's a valid point. So. You never send nudes that aren't attractive. Exactly. So I'm like, whatever. Like if that got out, fine. Fucking might see my little baby boobies. Oh, so the photo is going to be from the front, huh? No, from below. You don't do like, you wouldn't do like a back shot? It would be like a nude from the front? I don't, I don't know, John. I what would be really... your nude photo? If you had to send a nude, what would be the photo angle? It You'd won't... be on a chair and just squat up on it? I don't know. I haven't taken a nude in so long because you won't, you won't give me one. Never. It's so rude. Like people are like, there's, they have such great relationships. I want to keep you guessing. They... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it's probably like we never really spend that much time apart. So when would I even get? Would a you even want you? one? Would you be like, sweet? Yes. I see this every day. Yes. Okay. I love you and that dick. Of course I want it, but you're just afraid of it leaking. You would never send me a nude either, first off. Yeah, I would. I'm just not going to send it to you because I know that you'll just hoard it and not and not reciprocate. I would hoard it. I would hoard it. You would definitely save the photo yeah. like you did when I did the little dance and you always like <laughs> oh show God. me every fucking year. Oh I'm God. like, this is why I don't send you anything. If, if, whatever. You're just like, just you're so selfish. You're, you're a prude. You're selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a prude because you won't send me nudes, so I won't send you nudes. That makes me a prude. I have nudes on deck for you, John. Okay, send them after this podcast. All right, what's your would you rather? What's your would you rather? What's your would you rather? Okay, John, because of my love of murder podcasts, I saw this would you rather, and I was like, yes. John, would you rather find a dead body or witness a deadly assault? Is the deadly assault like the person, the attacker is the one who gets like beat up in the end. Cause I don't want somebody that's like innocent getting hurt. Yeah, no, but that's say like is. the bad guy attacks the pedestrian You're and then the pedestrian turns around and beats the shit and murders the attacker. I would like to see that, but I don't want to see it a deadly assault of an innocent person getting hurt. Okay. But it might be you're, you just, someone dies and you see it, a deadly assault. It doesn't matter who dies. And then I'll just stick with the dead bodies. Cause I've seen those. Really? I, I've seen them all the time. I wouldn't want to, uh, walk in on a dead body because I feel like number one, traumatizing, but number two, I feel like if You'd I rather see someone get murdered, I just feel like as a witness, it's easier to get away with that and be like, I witnessed this happening. Like if you walk in on a dead body, I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck happened. If I call the police, are they going to blame it on me? Lawyer up. No matter what, have to see get a lawyer. Oh my God. That's what I've that learned. That horrible. Then you have to go to court if you see like, because you're the witness, then you got to take time. For, for like, yeah, to watch a deadly assault. Then you go to court. I don't think you go to court if you see you a dead body. You would be body. so fucking scarred if you saw a deadly assault. I'd be scarred either way. I hope I never have to experience either. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying you'd be less scarred from seeing a deadly assault than seeing a dead body because just so you know, that deadly assault that you're watching, not only are you watching the act, oh, you're also seeing the dead body because you're seeing them get no, murdered. No, you know what? You just made me realize something. I'd probably have to go into witness protection because if the attacker lived, he'd be like, this bitch is going to rat me out. And so I'd have to... You're not high profile I could enough. Get, I could get <laughs> killed before I even go and testify that I witnessed. So you know what? I changed my answer. I'd rather find the dead body. I feel like that was a very easy question to answer was it because it wasn't for me initially but but now i know now that we broke it down either way you. i'm getting a lawyer <laughs> okay nice nice <laughs> let's move on fine john, fine john don't lawyer up and you're gonna fucking go to jail <laughs> okay. okay to our section give it to me straight where we answer all your burning, burning questions, questions. Okay, this isn't as much of a question, but it, it kind of is. It's more informational, but there is a question attached to it. So this is from one of our listeners. She says, hi, guys. I've been following for a while on Instagram. Recently found your podcast. I love listening to you too, your banter and your guests. Thank you. I wanted to let you know, in case you didn't already, that May 8th is National Outdoor Intercourse Day, which by the time this podcast comes out, I think it will already have passed. But you know what? We can do things after they after We're going to do happen. it anyways. Um, it's... <laughs> 
And then she wrote, thought this might be a fun topic for you to discuss. What is your take? Shake a limb in the backyard, chance it on the hiking trail, or bang it out at a local outdoor venue? Hope you're doing well. Thanks for keeping me company during my work day. So I didn't know that. So thank you for bringing this to our attention because I feel like this is something that I do want to incorporate into our national (laughs) holidays. It's important, John. If you want to talk about keeping the flame alive, easy way to do it. Fuck outside. 30-year-old male and female arrested... For intercourse <laughs> no, 35 on 35-year-old male and 30-year-old female. Let's at this point, it doesn't matter. They're in their 30s. Uh, so where would you do it? Somewhere where there's no one around. What? You wouldn't like? Well, I feel like you would like to have like that. A little risk. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, let's. let's. Do I look like a fucking risk taker to you? No, I know you're not. But I just like would love to join the Mile High Club. You know, I guess that's not what I really want to do? I really want to have sex missionary in bed. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> that's that's danger right Where there. Could we... You want to know what real danger is? <laughs> danger. <laughs> I'm just trying to think though, like where where would we do it? Your parents on a boat in the middle of a lake. Who the fuck has a boat here where we are in Virginia? You want to drive up to New York? And we what are you talking about? There's like Kerr Lake. There's a bunch of big lakes. Who do you know lakes. who has a boat? Who do I know? I uh, my dad knows people with boats. No one. I know no one. <laughs> I don't know a single fucking you know, person. You hate on New York, but we know a lot of people in New York who have boats. My dad, my cousin, I know people who our have friends. Boats in Florida sounds like a lot who? warmer place. I'm gonna keep asking who, John. My buddy Diego. He, he rents <laughs> rents them on the weekends. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. See, like I know you don't want a boat, but you need friends who have boats. I mean, again, you asked me. I'm just saying I would smash on the boat. You know what, though? If we did go out on a boat, it means that one of our friends or family members would be driving it. And I'm not trying to... I could probably drive a pontoon boat. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not trying to smash in front of in front of that. Drop anchor. Oh. They don't um, have to be on the boat. Anyways. Maybe in you, a park. Of course. You'd be like, in a fucking baseball field where they're playing in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> You like just maybe a little risk, little risk taken right there. Maybe the lights are on. Maybe the lights are off. What? <laughs> All right. That's well, you. we'll keep you posted if uh, we participate in this national holiday, which now I'm going to make it my mission. Great. Thanks for that fucking. <laughs> thanks for letting us know. All right. Well, question number two. Love the pod and really need your advice. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years. I'm 25 and he is 28. We are New York natives, but moved across the country together and love our new life. Marriage has always been the end game for us, and he knows how important that is for me. Within the last year, he told me to go look at rings, which I did, and I have been thinking I'm being proposed to pretty much every weekend for the last six months, but nothing yet. The tune has now changed, and he doesn't know if he really wants to get married and doesn't know why we can't just stay together as boyfriend and girlfriend forever and why we need to make it so final. He does recognize that he could just be having crazy feelings because it's such a huge step, and he is even open to seeing it therapist to get an outsider's perspective on marriage and why he might be feeling doubtful. I have a picture of my life with this man and really want it to be us in the end, but I don't know if I could compromise so much as to never getting married. I feel like in this situation, there's there's two different scenarios. Either he's getting nervous because this is this is a big step and a big commitment and you guys have just been being boyfriend, girlfriend for so long, or he's feeling like he doesn't want to make that commitment and you know, he might not be feeling like you're the one anymore. And that's like where he's, he's starting to 
have these feelings and backpedal on them. And that doesn't mean that it has anything to do with you. You guys just might have grown in other directions and your relationship might not be what it was. Cause I kind of experienced this with my ex where, you know, the people around us were getting engaged and I thought that I wanted to get engaged, but realistically like our relationship, we just grew apart. Like we were, we wanted different things in life. But I think when you're with someone for so long, you can convince yourself that this is my person. Like we're meant for one another. Um, but you know, you guys did move across the country with each other and that's a huge step in itself. And I just feel like he's reaping the benefits of you providing these like wifey duties to him when you're really just his girlfriend. So I totally get where you're coming from. You want that commitment. You want him to want to get married because you guys are basically doing that. Okay. So he's comfortable. All right. So now you need to well, right. So like, where do you go from here? Communication. Yeah. Communication. I mean, he's he's fine. He's comfortable. He's going to stay there. So it's going to be on you to initiate it. You're going to have to, you know, bite the bullet and bring this up with him. And you're going to have to go from there, whether what, what you want to do. Either he changes his mind and like, or you get him to change his mind or you move on. Because I don't see if he's fine being a boyfriend just forever like that's not going to work for you, obviously. Yeah. And I think that it's number one, obviously communicating, but I don't think that it's giving him an ultimatum. We don't need to go on the show here, but I think by explaining to him like that, you don't want to be in girlfriend status anymore. Like you do want to move forward and progress in life together. And, and well, you don't have to give him an ultimatum at first, right? You first have the conversation. I, I just don't think like ultimatums are. Why, why would there not be an ultimatum? Well, I, if you, uh, because if you tell him how you feel, let me just break this down for a second. Her boyfriend is comfortable just staying as the boyfriend. He did tell her to look at rings though, too. He did tell her to go look at rings, whatever. He, that was in the beginning though. Yeah. So he's fine being the boyfriend forever and ever. She feels like she's not going to be okay with that down the road. Yeah. She's going to want to get married. Right. So if you're not ready to get married right now, I wouldn't say anything. Just kind of play it out. Do you feel like she needs to have the conversation right now is what I'm saying. Like she's not ready to get married right now. Well, so I think so that she could still have that conversation with him now, regardless of her feelings of wanting to get married now or not. Like I think by communicating, hey, we don't have to get married tomorrow, but I am not okay with just like being roommates for the rest of our lives. I do want to commit right. with like, you. Like there's and, no guessing. There's yeah, no guessing. Cause exactly. I guess it's like, you don't want to waste your time. Whether you, you don't want it right now in the moment, but at least you know, down the road, you've had this discussion because if he's like, no, I'm I'm never wanting to get mm -hmm. married. Then it's like, well, why the fuck are you wasting your time? Yeah, out? exactly. I guess as far as the ultimatum part goes, yeah, I guess that wouldn't really work right now because what are you going to be like, change your mind or no, or and, I'm out? And I just, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes putting a timeline on things, you're just going to keep justifying reasons to push it out. Like ultimatums, I don't think it's a healthy option. I do think communication is the best policy moving forward. And if he... Feel, if he feels like he needs to talk to someone, maybe open that option as well. Like if he's the one who brought that up, but I don't know. I just feel like forcing someone into a decision isn't the best way to go about it. I do think you guys obviously have to communicate about it and let him know what is a non-negotiable for you, which is marriage. And you want that for yourself and you're not going to wait around forever. And I think keeping a mental timeline for yourself. What if he's just like, oh, maybe he's not going to be like, oh, okay, no, I agree. Yeah, I'll be married down the road in six months. Like he doesn't fucking know. He's comfortable where he's at. So what if he was like, yeah, maybe, maybe I could see that, but he's not giving you like a definite yes. I'm sorry, but like, if you know, you know that you're going to spend your life with someone. Like you're not just going to fucking play house forever unless that's truly what you want. Okay.
So we have a follow-up for you guys. It is about a listener who wrote in last year. We read her question. Her brother and his wife eloped two weeks before her own wedding. And she didn't feel too too great about it because uh, he just did it out of the blue. Like she had had her big wedding planned. And the issue was that people at her wedding were congratulating him and his wife and like giving gifts and it kind of like took away the spotlight they gave gifts to him at At her wedding at her wedding yeah i totally bird dogged her wedding yeah exactly so we uh had our response i don't we should probably look at what episode it was it was like way way back in the beginning but um she sent us a follow-up email so we wanted to read it last year i wrote to you guys about my brother and his wife eloping two weeks before my wedding I was in tears laughing at your response. The validation and satisfaction I got from hearing John call my brother cunty was (laughs) truly all I needed to buck up and get over it. I haven't said anything to my brother or his wife, but I did play the podcast for my mom. Oh, God. She thought it was funny, but she also asked me if I was upset with how my family handled it. And I finally got a chance to tell her that, yes, I was upset. I told her that I understood why she didn't do or say more, but that I was hurt that my family didn't defend me. There's a backstory where my brother's now wife and I had a falling out way before the wedding and she was actually uninvited. That made the elopement even more of a slap in the face because then it went from me not inviting my brother's girlfriend to not inviting my brother's wife. I felt like it was meant to pressure me into inviting her. My mom even made a comment about my brother potentially being upset that his wife wouldn't be in my wedding pictures. Noticing a theme? Anyway, your advice and commentary meant the world to me, and now I'll be able to put this to bed unless I decide to take Alex's advice and slip in a passive-aggressive comment down the road. The door is still open. I still think you should uh, slip in a passive-aggressive comment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. I feel like this question's coming back to me. I would be like, we were very heated about this. Well, because I would have taken the low road for sure. So she was asking our advice, like, what, you know, should she take the high road? Is this something that she should have negative feeling towards? And I just feel like, you know, if you if you feel negative towards it, there's probably a reason. Well, whatever. Alex said I, re- I feel like I vividly remember being like burn this motherfucker down <laughs> because take the low road that's wrong it's messed up they eloped during your time of joy they got fucking presents at your wedding oh um, yeah no way honey it's still it's still cunty move <laughs> yeah, cunty that move. was a cunty move yeah but uh glad to hear the update and you know I just I just think uh, speak your truth you know what <laughs> I, honestly, it was really awesome that you were able to communicate with your family, your mom. I mean, maybe not your brother yet, but at least like your other immediate family. And hopefully this has brought awareness and surfaced your feelings and like maybe makes your parents realize right. what's going on. Your feelings are valid. Right. But thank you for the follow up. Yeah, thank you. And we hope you guys enjoyed our episode today. John, do you want to read a review? Oh, yeah. All right. We have a, another five-star review from TF736413. Wow. The best. I know. I'm proud of myself. The best. Literally love you guys and could listen all day. You're so real and hilarious. Wish you both the best and highest success. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That was very, very kind of you. We love seeing new reviews from you guys. As I long love as the they're reviews. only five stars and above. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to reach us, you could you could email us at hello at give it to be straight podcast.com. If you want to find us on Instagram, we are at give it to be straight podcast and TikTok at give it to me straight. Like, subscribe, <laughs> email, comment, review. We love to see it. And we'll see you guys next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.